Guess who this podcast is brought to you by? Take a wild guess. Just say it out loud. Say it to us. You're right. You're right. It's audible.com. Yeah, you can go to audiblepodcast.com slash be there and get a free audiobook. Download. audiobook. I I recommend it. Yeah. I think you should do it. Wholeheartedly. Full on. I just, there's a lot of times at night I'm like, I don't want to read. Because I, w- I know I won't get past a page because I'll go to sleep. Or you know what I just got? This is what you should do, listener. I just got, because I listen to a lot of things when I go to bed, books, podcasts, um, ASMR stuff. Google it if you didn't hear that episode where we talked about it. And I got these headphones that are a headband, a nice fleece headband mm. that I put over my eyes and use as an eye mask. And you can sleep with headphones so that oh, wow. it's it's like in an earmuff thing that you can't even feel. It's it's so cool, and um, it's the perfect way to fall asleep. I, if you used to listen to you know your parents read to you before bedtime, there's something about listening to books being read before you go to sleep that will lull you into a slumber, and you'll wow. be learning at the same time. So <laughs> audiblepodcast.com/slash be there free audiobook. Thank you, Audible. Do it. Or go do what I do, which is try to go to sleep with no stimulus. Oh my god, I don't I don't do that <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I can't. I, I I it'll give me uh it'll it'll stir me too mm-hmm. much. The few times I've fallen asleep like listening to music or something, it's awful. I wake up groggy. Well, I always get to a point where I'm like I don't want this anymore, and I like slam my notebook shut or whatever, and then I'm out right away. Like I just yeah. take it off or something. Yeah, but it it you need it to lull you. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes I need the lulling. I just don't want to be alone with my thoughts. You know, that would be awful. It's hard. It's hard to be. Louis C.K. said talks about. Yeah, a lot. I love that shit. <sighs> this is my favorite thing he's done in a while. I mean, he hasn't. You know. I guess he's been working on his show. I just show. love whenever he goes on Kona and he has like a new like uh like incre- incredibly b- groundbreaking observation about humanity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That I send to my parents and hope that they watch and understand. It's beautiful. But movie. um yeah, so I just read somewhere and I, this is an interesting question if you mm-hmm. like uh I read on Twitter somewhere and I was like I'm going to ask during that podcast. Mm-hmm. Um if you were on a deserted island, one album you could take. What album would you take? Yeah. Um, probably one of two. I think it would probably be Joni Mitchell, Court and Spark. Oh. Never Gets Old. Or Emmylou Harris, Wrecking Ball. Oh, not Miley Cyrus, Wrecking Ball? Mm, well, different. <laughs> <laughs> um... I love both of those are, are I've been listening to since I was in high school and I never get tired of them. So I figure if I like still like them now. Yeah. Like I used to be crazy into Tori Amos and I do love her music, but mm-hmm. like yeah, I have to be in a certain mood. Yeah. You know, I can always listen to. And you don't want to always be on that mood. In, I mean, the island. thing is. You're I'm not going to bring have, Bob Marley. I'm on a fucking island. What you're else not going to have now? a record player. Yeah, you are. On, on it, on you it. get one. You're not, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, and you probably have to start, you're going to get tired of whatever you bring, 
There's no question. No question. Um, but I'm thinking what I could. You're gonna eat. have to start making your own music. Is there any albums that come with food inside or like a knife? I always um, just think about. Yeah, I wish I. I wish I'd had a knife on that desert island. The one would have been real handy, but I died. Yeah. <laughs> I just um, always think about Castaway when he's uh, like the thing that makes me scared to be on a desert island the most from that movie is mm. not losing my volleyball, but um, getting a toothache and having to like knock it out oh with an ice skate. Oh my skate. God, that is fucking Because if you've had a toothache before, you know you're just like, what would I do? This would just get worse and worse and mm. you could die from it. I mean, you could yeah. abscess and like poison your yeah. blood or whatever it does. Um, when he knocks that out, he, he, God, that movie is so fucking Any good. Any tooth stuff in movies, I just fucking, I have to make noise like la 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 and like close my eyes and cannot handle it yeah even if someone has a toothache john ham had a toothache in one mad man oh yeah it's weird i've only had like one toothache in my entire life and it was awful it's so bad i've never had a cavity you know yeah so i've had an infection in the back of my mouth, like behind, like a little piece of food got caught back yeah. there or whatever in, you know, in between my last tooth, my wisdom tooth mm-hmm. and like the gum or something. I was like, Oh, it's, this is my wisdom tooth. Like it's over. I'm going to have to get it out as like a 30 yeah. something. And I'm like, but that doesn't make sense. But obviously I've, it's like rotted or whatever. And I go and he's like, Oh, you just have an infection. The tooth is fine. Oh, that's Antibiotics great. gone. I was expecting to go in there and be like, massive dental surgery more work to go get done and it but it was like i couldn't focus on anything is it because you don't eat sweets um i mean i'm not candy really i don't eat any candy but and i never really have been a big sweets person but i also just think i'm blessed with good bacteria in my mouth yeah that's probably true but you don't eat can i've really never known you eat i don't floss yeah i just brush twice a day right I've got like really sensitive gums. That is my fault for not like flossing the shit out of them. I know. I'm... But I can't get past that first stage of it being horrifically painful. So I stop. Oh, it's yeah. painful? They yeah, bleed, my... but is it? Well, they're just so sensitive after that. And then yeah. I can't. I mean, I'm really. Sensodyne. I, I, that's what I use and it makes it better. But I really am. I can't like, I don't eat um, cold fruit. I can't, I can't bite into it. It hurts. Oh my God. I'm like already an old person. I'm like, ooh, ouch. I can't, I, everything has to be room temperature. Whenever people like, when I get water, I'm like, is there How any room temperature water? Your teeth? What? How did you whiten your teeth? That must have been, it was, that's torture. the worst tooth pain ever. It was one ever. of the worst things I've ever been through physically. It was like awful. I, I'm not going back to that dentist for that reason. I was traumatized by it. I was like, I mean, because he didn't think that it was going to hurt me that much and he didn't warn me enough in my opinion and then i left and he, i mean i had like tears streaming on my face during it oh my and God. he was like i'll just take some advil you'll be fine i'm like you need to give me some fucking percocet for this like it was horrific even crest white strips kind of yeah. i have to take some I mean, days off sometimes yeah it burns god it, i don't it can't be good for your tooth to do that to it it can't be and you know but my teeth so are a little it. on the yellower side and you know if i could go in maybe get you know i should just do the strips just a little bit but mm-hmm. like the fuck do i care yeah is it really gonna change i mean our lives it hasn't 
caused our TV show to be canceled. <laughs> and no if one, it does get canceled. No one on Twitter has ever said anything mean about the color of my teeth. So I'm assuming right. people aren't noticing it, you know? Until Twitter gets on board. T- guys, just be honest with me. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, don't be, please don't. Don't be honest with me, please. Um, <laughs> we I are woke going- up this morning to a tweet completely unprompted, no idea what it was referring to. Teenage hmm. girl saying, uh, you look fat in that blue dress. No idea what dress she's talking about. Did you go back and think, where? What blue dress? I, I mean, I don't even know. I'm, I was like, all right. Cool. Like, maybe she thought the dress I wore last night on the show was blue. Maybe she's colorblind. Yeah. And, and fat that- blind. Because you looked And fab. also, God, my sister was in town. Uh, both my sisters were in town including my nephew Abraham um, and my brother-in-law Aaron. And my big sister was watching the show with me last night. So she rarely gets to watch it on TV because she oh, only watches fine. it online. She doesn't have a uh, regular TV at home. And uh, she, she said it was just really f- exciting to watch it with me, with me sitting there. And she said, uh, Oh, I was like reading some, we got some mean stuff. We normally don't get any mean comments directed towards us no it's been a while uh but we made we made some comments about justin bieber <laughs> on our show last night so naturally we got whenever we even if you even mention justin bieber on the show yeah. we get even if it's not even really that mean about him which are the thing we did last night was so benign i mean like we just said he looked like pink yeah and then we talked about him being carried up the bodyguards we weren't even really saying anything negative about him or his no, person we didn't say anything bad character. you said like, he wore his pants that part got to cut, his knees but we, oh it did we said we just made a joke about china oh like, yeah we, i mean anyway uh we got some hate which was hilarious because i'm like oh this is wow some really vitriol here and then you click on their profile oh i and knew it's like, instantly it was Bieber. and it's like someone whose entire profile is about Justin Bieber. And, uh, you know, it's like, all right, I get it. You're protective of this person, but who's acting like a complete D bag. (laughs) But my sister was like, Oh my God. She was like, if my daughter, if I caught her ever talking to someone like that online, like I would fucking kick her ass. And it reminded me like these kids have parents that don't know that they're like abusing us, <laughs> like, no. bullying us. Like I'm, I'm like they I would bad totally, parents. Like <laughs> most people have bad parents. Like I, I want to write them back and be like, let me talk to your mother. <laughs> like I would just kept writing thanks. Like I just want them to think that I'm taking it. Like I, that it's like not they, like you. Don't I, even do they get just get it? an auto response from me or something like that? <laughs> like that they just don't. One I mean, girl was like, usually I block people because I just don't want to deal with it. Um, but one girl, I click, I usually click on their profile to just see where they're coming from mm-hmm. and just to make sure that they're an idiot because um, that will make me feel better in the moment. But this girl had a tweet like right after the one she wrote us and was like, ooh, I'm about to get blocked by Nikki and Sarah. And so I was like, I'm not going to block you. Did you write that to her? No. I just didn't block her because she was expecting it. Oh, I probably did. I didn't want to give her that. I just kept writing thanks and then block. Thanks, block. And then the problem is I didn't even respond to the people who wrote nice stuff. But I responded yeah, to the people I, who I stopped, were haters. I, stopped res- I almost responded it's to someone today. Okay. 
who said we were racist for the comments we made about D Pimpin from Catfish. And I was like, I'm pretty sensitive about that stuff. And I'm pretty sure we did not make one single racist comment. Um, or not even remotely close to commenting on her race. That's crazy. Um, so I, but her username was like, I was baked when, and I wanted to write back, were you baked when you were watching our show? Yeah. Because we did not say anything racist. I think she meant just simply based on the fact that you're a white person criticizing or making fun, making fun of, uh, 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 you know, someone who's not white automatically means it's racist. And I, I disagree with that. I think you, we if could, you didn't we, because of that, that would, be I racist. think, I mean, this is actually a little insight on some, on the process here. Yeah. Catfish recapping catfish has become increasingly more difficult because the more you watch that show which i'm sure if you watch that show you feel the same way it's just a really sad show yeah (laughs) it's really depressing when you see people who are just so blind or stupid or some combination desperate you know sad lonely looking for love and then they get caught up in these lies with uh, you know they get duped by these people and it should be so, the past two episodes have been really like God. You should have known like that that wasn't real. I know, and why would you call other people? Like it's just so easy to figure out for yourself if it's real or not. It's so easy. Yeah, and and you know, someone here made the comment. Someone on our staff made the comment. That it's like they're taking the candidates that would be on a Jerry Springer episode and then doing like a very heartfelt, earnest thing about yeah. it. It's but it's just as exploitive. No offense, and even Max, but. You know, I mean, I think sometimes it's it's very positive, like the two people are brought together that are supposed to be together and there was a misunderstanding or whatever. But I would say 99% of the time, it's just really sad. <laughs> I mean, isn't Teen Mom Oh yeah, the same thing? Are we being exploited? <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder. No. <laughs> I mean, we comment on Catfish. <clears throat> no. God. No, I mean, I like the way we approach catfish we're just laughing about the things that are silly about it or yeah. we're not like saying Judging like the people. we're not telling anyone that they're stupid we're not you know we kind of give shit to the people who are lying and then that's it yeah you know and then it's over but um then we talk some shit on justin bieber right and then we, we tear justin bieber, bieber a new one and um and we interview celebrities. I and just forget that, he has fans. Like I felt, I always feel like everyone's against him. It just, it's weird to get reminded that people like, no, he's love got him. fans. I mean, all these people do like Miley Cyrus as controversial as she is. She has crazy amounts of fans who love her. Yeah. And you know, God, this whole Sinead thing is very fascinating to me. Yeah. What do you make of it? Um, I love what she's written. It's to me, very intelligent. Like, you know, I think she, I think Sinead is, you know, I I, I liked what she said. It, it like cut me. Like, so she wrote an open letter to Miley. Yeah. That was like, you know, don't let, don't be fooled. You're a you prostitute know? pretty much to the music industry. Yeah. Like and no one cares about you. They're going to throw you away when you get older. And I mean, it, it made me sad. Like it, when she was saying, you don't need to do this. You're, I know, understand that you, she really picked apart everything that Miley said. You know, I understand that you're trying to, and the reason, if you don't know, that Sinead even said anything is because Miley referenced Sinead as an influence. Yes. And Sinead was like, oh, honey, let me talk to you about if you want me to influence you, let me tell you something. 
So Sinead was saying like that, you know, one of the things Miley has said is like, this is me shedding the, the Hannah Montana image, which was never me. And she's like, Hannah Montana is long gone and your talent speaks for itself. You know, you don't need to be doing this. And that is the first thing I said about the VMA's performance was it made me sad because I didn't understand why she needed needed that. Like the female performers always try to go crazy and do this sexual stuff where the male performers just they might do something crazy. Ooh. I'm not supposed to do that. I know. I'm sorry. Nikki I had sh- to. <laughs> Nikki just showed me our ratings from last night, which I'm supposed to. I don't like. I have like a. I know. I never I'm show like, you don't when show they're. Me. I never show you when they're something not like that. <laughs> oh, you wrote something for Guy Code. MTV just tweeted it. That's why. Oh, they did. Guys, this, MTV you're really, tweeted it. Yeah, they were oh. like Nikki Glazer gave advice on dating a guy. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing! I literally <laughs> didn't even you just th- threw it together. It's poorly written. It is at one point. Can I just read what they asked me? Okay, mm-hmm. they go, um, uh, "What's your advice for?" Uh, okay, what's your advice for a knowingly unfunny guy who's trying to land a funny girl? Should he tr- try and keep up or just be himself? I said, "Try to keep up. Always strive to be someone you are not to get a girl. Sacrifice everything you stand for if it means you might get some ass out of it." Or just do the opposite of <laughs> everything good. I just said. That's, That's funny. The, I like yeah, that. the other ones are just like I've dated comedians oh, and they're not great. And um, so that's whatever. Um, what were we talking about? Okay, okay. the Sinead thing. Okay, so and then Miley wrote back to her open letter. Oh, she fucked up so bad in my mind. That was when I was like, "You're done with. I'm done with you. Like, I know. until you grow up and know what. Grow up. Go grow up for a little while, and then I'm not gonna buy your stupid album. I didn't even know that Sinead O'Connor like had mental. Yeah, she's illness. she was like suicidal and went on Twitter trying to ask for help. Miley, because she was like, Ireland healthcare is terrible. I don't know where to go to find anyone. I am in need of medical attention right away. I'm in danger of hurting myself. She went on Twitter, like looking for help. Oh this my was God. right after that whole, like, I want to fuck a guy. Like she went on Twitter. She had the really crazy kind of Twitter blow up. And how, then she uh, how said, long ago? this is a, in the last year or two. Okay. And so Miley responds by tweeting a screen grab of all these crazy tweets, which were from a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and saying, before Amanda Bynes, there was Sinead. And it was just so... Or she goes, there was, dot, dot, there dot. There was, and then it's all these Sinead tweets. And it was Sinead being like, help, I'm mentally ill, I didn't help know she me. retweeted Sinead. I just saw that she there was. She took a screen grab of all <gasps> the tweets. And so, and you're bringing Amanda Bynes in, who's shuffling around in a pair of slippers right now in a hospital... That she will not leave for two years. That she's severely ill. Like, this is fucking wrong. Like, I just, to me, she's going to, Miley is is going, of everything she's done, she's going to regret that more than anything else. I don't think she will because she is surrounded by, she was in a room with some people. She said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this. And they all fucking laughed. She's crazy. Oh my God. Someone sent that to her probably. And she was like, oh. I have the thing to make fun of her with. And she not pitched it. I bet she pitched it to the room of all yes people because mm-hmm. that's she surrounds her. Yeah. Every pop star. And that's what Sinead said. You have people. If there's anyone in your life who's encouraging you to do this, that should cause you great alarm about yeah. who they are. I mean, you got to read this letter. I mean, when you, you were like, you wrote like, fuck to me. And yeah. I was like, yeah. That shit was. It was. It intense was and real. sad and like true i mean she was just like you were gonna be on the rag heap 
in the music and, and like oh, the line that really got me was she goes these men are making more off your body than you, you are. are yeah that shit got me then i saw the rihanna video and i was like these white men are making more off your body rihanna than you are you know and she's got fake dollar bills stuck down in her fake money she's singing about i want money on my mind money money on my mind and she's got like fake money that video it, it's so all of this is so fucked up to me but i'm very interested in it anyway so Sinead writes this scathing letter back like you are actively contributing to suicide by mocking mental illness. I mean, like she, she could put statistics in. She goes, I have received thousands of messages telling me to kill myself because of that tweet. And you think that she's like, I'm a strong woman. I can handle that. But you think that other people, this is encouraging that behavior. I mean, it's just interesting. Like the Miley is being part of the bullying God. mindset, the online cyberbullying thing. Yeah. Where Sinead is like trying to fight against it. Like it's just, and Sinead, Miley is 20 years old. She goes on the fucking Today Show the other day. This is the next day <sighs> and tells Matt Lauer that, that he he's not, not having sexual. sex. And then the next morning, Matt Lauer goes, he goes, hi, I'm Matt Lauer and I'm too old to have sex. That's ah! it. Show. that's great i didn't know he did yeah, that. They, they made fun of her um i mean you know everyone's being like they don't want to be it's weird on the today show is interested like even kathy lee and hoda were being like good for miley you know like about her performance on snl which was incredible yes which made me even more sad because her I was musical like, this girl her musical performance i i just the whole thing is very interesting to me i like the i like the discussion i like reading people don't understand who could ever think that was a, like her mom's always by her side wouldn't her mom be like you're grounded for doing yeah. that like who is apologize apologize that's what Sine was saying it, i will be there yeah, for you i'm going to sue she, you unless she, you apologize she, she said, said she said my lawyers will be in contact because she, they did because like, you are going to hurt my career by saying that i'm mentally ill and people won't you yeah. know give me work because i'm yeah she said those were from two years ago and I don't need help right now. She was getting letters like people thinking it was real. And then, I mean, you know, so like that it was current that she needs help right now and all this stuff. So it's just very interesting. What a, what a bullyish thing to do. To like, go after someone's weakness. So, I mean, I know that she was probably so hurt by that letter and embarrassed. Right. Cause it, she, was, cause it hit a court because it's fucking true a lot of yeah. it's very true i mean yeah. you know there's people defending miley's sexual behavior you know i've read a couple interesting articles you know and people saying that when you're at that age you're you're discovering yourself sexually you're a young woman it feels powerful mm -hmm. that's what miley's doing but i kind of call bullshit on that because miley has openly said it's a business decision that's the thing anya the other night she's prostituting my herself. roommate's a, a rock musician and i came mm -hmm. home the other day and she was like this Miley thing, she was like, if she wasn't so like outspoken about how it's calculated, yeah. she was like, that's not punk. To yeah. to say to to be punk and be yeah. like, I don't care what anyone thinks, that's punk. But to say, I know what people think and I knew what people were gonna think. I predicted that and that's why I did it. Mm -hmm. That's the opposite of punk and rock and roll. So it's like her saying that that should she's just trying negate way everything. Too hard. Yeah, that shouldn't negate you know, the cool. When you plan cool, it's not cool. Her performance of Wrecking Ball on SNL was, to me, on the level of Adele. 
Like, oh, it was fantastic. It was moving. I mean, I was like, thank you for wearing something over that. You know, it was sheer. She wore like a giant jersey, but it was yes. like mesh. But I was like, thank you for being but conservative. It was like, I actually was like, oh, thank God she's like covering up her yeah. vagina for this because now I'm really listening to the words. You know, I, and she keeps saying it. She's artistic. And I'm just like, oh, and on SNL, there was a, a sketch. I can't remember which one it was, but she she was like um, twerking. You know when white people start twerking that it's over oh, or yeah. something like that. And I was just like, you are appropriating b- black culture. Like you just said the thing that people said that you, that you don't want people to think. And I know I think she was trying to be funny, but I'm like. Wait, what do you mean by that? Okay, so she said in the Rolling Stone yeah. thing that like, uh, you know, girls my age, they're in the club. They're listening to this music. And, you know, if it happens to be black people music or I'm friends with black people who do this and, uh, you know. She was saying she's not appropriating black culture to make money off of it, profiting off of, you know. Right. That's the accusation she had. And then when on SNL. But then she addressed the fact that it is. Yeah. She said when white people start twerking, you know, it's over. And I just wanted to be like, yeah, you're off looking for the next thing from another culture to like exploit for your own gain. Like, you know, it just was weird. Well, that you know that line was written for her. Right. So it's, that's it was, I don't it was think a great she line. understands. I it, no. That's what Sinead was trying to say. You don't understand what you're doing. And she doesn't you're not, understand you know, what you're doing. And, and that's her. the thing. Sinead can say all this and Miley's not going to listen, you no. know, like, because she's too but, young to grasp. But she doesn't have the right people in her life to say, like, you know, this is, I mean, that's what. God, Sinead is like, she was like, she's like a prophet. She's like, when you go through your mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah, I will not. Get, she's like, I'll be there for you, but you have to apologize to me. <laughs> she's like, I'll defend you, but not if you don't apologize. <laughs> it's really interesting. God, people just don't respect mental illness. It just doesn't get. That's what Sinead was saying. Like, if you had made a comment about race or sexuality you would be coming under so much fire right now people wouldn't you'd be dropped from your label you if you had made a racist comment or if you had made something against gay people like people would be up in arms but if it's mental illness you're where this society allows bullying against those yeah type and she's like there is statistics proven that you know this kind of behavior encourage discourages people from seeking help because they think they'll be ridiculed Mm -hmm. um and it, it increases suicides. I mean, she's like, it is on you. She's like, this is on you now, now that you've re- contributed to this. She also tweeted a picture of Sinead. Uh, Miley tweeted a picture of Sinead ripping up the Pope's picture on SNL as like an example of her being crazy. And it's like, Sinead did that as a, no. you want to talk about punk? Like Sinead did yeah. something that was like a protest against, you know, something she believed was unjust in the world. And <laughs> and Molly's like, you're crazy. <laughs> Example of the crazy lady. Like, Miley wishes she could do something that controversial. She thinks she is doing something that yeah. controversial. She you know, think, but, but Miley she isn't making a it. statement. Miley isn't trying to change anything. Miley simply just wants attention. There's a difference between what Sinead did. And that was another thing. Sorry, yeah, what is I she trying to prove? Okay, so this is another thing that I, I just fucking loved about this. I, I know I'm talking a lot about this, but it's so interesting to me. So one of the things Miley said was that her new hairstyle was inspired by Sinead. And Sinead was like, you fool. Like, 
I shaved my head at a time where the music business was encouraging me to do what you are doing. I shaved my head to make myself ugly. Cause she was like a model before that. Yeah. She was like, you know, she's a, I mean, when she came out, I mean, she was so gorgeous. I remember being very fascinated by Sinead cause I thought, why would you shave your head? Like at that time, that was to me considered ugly. I was like, why would a girl shave her head like right. that? That is weird. And you know, I remember reading about her at the time or seeing something on MTV or something where they were like, she purposely did this because she was tired of being objectified. And like, this is her rebellion See, against I didn't that. Know that until yeah. I read that. And so letter. like when Miley's saying, that's what I'm trying to do. Shanae was like, don't even start with that. Like I'm do, I, I was doing the opposite of what you were doing. Oh God, people are so stupid. I know this society is anyway. Dancing with Molly. <laughs> I won't buy the album. Like, that's the thing is like now because she did that, I'm not going to buy her album. But and if I know she wanted to come person. on our show next week. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I actually thought about that. I was like, what if they said Miley wants to do your show? Yeah. And of course, that would be really good for us and our show ratings yes. wise. But part of me would want to say no. Just as if they were like, let's have Chris Brown come on. Yeah. I mean, well, making no, a different category. Well, of course. But like in the uh, same, like we wouldn't Miley's want him on the show. not a criminal as far as we know. No, no. <laughs> um, Speaking of, oh, do you know that he lost his virginity when he was eight? I just read that. Is that true? True. He says he was hypersexual. That's called and rape. That, I know. That's what everyone's saying. Like he was he lost it to a 14-year-old girl, a 15-year-old girl. Oh, that's weird. Well, she's a child too. I mean, yeah. it's definitely more But he said that fault. they were watching porn at that age and like the culture mm -hmm. he grew up in. That's like he was exposed to it. Wow. So he's got some issues. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly they all have some issues. I was, okay, so I just, it relates to, if you saw the show, this past show, um, we put, uh, my nephew Abraham, five months old, was in town and I convinced everyone to let me hold him up during the final act of the show right before the show ended and i got them to make a gif <laughs> of him and i put it on my tumblr which i just started sarahshafer.tumblr.com and i wrote i realized that my nephew abraham will now become a troubled child star but it was worth it <laughs> <laughs> he was so cute that is gonna be a thing that his family will have yeah, Forever. I mean, Ross and his mom was very happy. He, he's so cute. Um, Jeez, what else? We really went through the Miley Sinead thing, didn't we? Just really picked that one apart. Got a question for us, Andrew? Okay. I have not seen Gravity yet, and I can't wait to see it, but oh, I did. Oh, you're going to see it! Uh, <laughs> oh, I know what happened. No, 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 then. no. I already said... No, my, I just need to know going into it. Okay, because here's the deal. The other day, you said that you weren't yeah. going to see it if you thought if she dies in the end. So you need to know if she dies or not. So Sarah had one of our writers who saw... midway through the conversation, I changed. changed it. You changed. Before he told me, I said, I, will, I just need to know what I'm dealing with when I go in there. I need to know what my mindset should be. So anyway, so I'm not revealing what happens. I'm not. I'm seriously not. I, I, yeah. Don't get your. I mean, a sold. lot of people who are listening to this already know. Yeah. Anyway, I told him to email me. 
does she live or die? Because I can't watch this movie without knowing. And he told me, and I still can watch the movie. Okay. Did you see it, Andrew? Oh, yeah. I, saw it, I saw it after, I saw it two and a half times. You saw it two and a half times? Like the show Two and a Half Men? Yes, yes. It was, it was better than that, though. <laughs> um, so you loved it? Was it better than The Master? Because I know you saw that, what, nine <laughs> times? No, but it's it comes close. I just um, went to lunch with my friend who is a fan of the podcast, and she was like, did Andrew quit smoking? And I was like, uh-huh. I don't know. We need an update. Did you quit smoking? No, no. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't. I gave you till 24, and then I'm really going to um, be on your case. I'm not going to know you then. What, you're 22? Yeah. All right. Our relationship will be long over before then. Um, do you have any other... Uh, Good ones? Oh, yeah, you'll be dead by then because of all the smoking. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be dead by then. It's been 30 minutes, right? Hey, you guys want to go, don't you? Yeah, guys, Um, this is a short edition. We snuck this one in. We weren't even going to have one because we're going to L.A. tomorrow to film the Arsenio Hall show. That's which we will insane. have a full report on next week on the podcast. Did you know he has a show again? Well, he does. He does. And we're going to be on it. Yep. Can't wait to show it to you guys. Um, I don't know when it airs, actually. Are you excited, Sarah? Yeah, definitely. Gonna knock it out. Yeah, it'll be fun. I, um, yeah, we're, go- we're flying to LA. I'm so excited to fly business class. I can't even stand it. I'm looking Spoiled forward now. to flying so much now. I would do it. I would fly 24 hours a day if I could fly first class. I love it more than being on the ground doing anything else. It's just it's just I don't I can't I love it too much. I can't get on board with that completely. What in the hell? I don't understand how I look how forward to it works. more than anything, I think, in my life right now. Which that's <laughs> pretty sad, but maybe not. It's pretty great. I don't want to be in an airplane. If I have to be, it's nice if it's, you know, fancy pants. All right, guys, we really got to wrap this up. We're all just thinking <laughs> about other things. This um, is, we're being rude at this point. All right. Oh, my album. Oh, oh Andrew that's good. Cracking the whip over there wants to know what Nikki's album would be <laughs> on a desert island. It'd be made notes. Oh, I like that. Um, uh, going in the same vein as Sarah about like high school things that you like take you back. I would say like Counting Crows, August and everything after. Oh yeah. Um, but I would probably pick like a Mozart thing or like something that is just like good, mu- like music. just background music or like I don't know. Yeah. Maybe like my dad singing or something. I don't know. Well, like you would just want something sorry you'd have to start making your own music yeah or your music what would sounds you pick? of nature would be do you know what you pick andrew I, I gravity soundtrack the gravity oh. soundtrack for real was it good really what is it a lot of loud scary oh, wow. noises okay. that sounds like a real good way to island. spend your final days but on i guess Earth. if you were stranded in space that's what you would want mm-hmm. All right. All right, I'm going to sneeze and I'm going to say goodbye before I do. Have a wonderful, wonderful night. Goodbye.